Right. Yeah, and we're ready to go. Oh man, wow. First time being back and man, I don't even know how long it's been anymore, but I'm not counting the days. We, I'm finally back on WSJU radio. How's it going, Real Dealers? It's your man, Phil Hall, and welcome to the now rebranded The Real Deal Bros podcast, or also known as The Real Deal Bros radio show, whatever you want to call it. We're still working out the title. Anyways, that doesn't matter right now. All that matters is that I am back here on the air. Well, as you can tell by the look of it, um, I usually work with a partner, Terrell Bird. Uh, unfortunately, he's uh, not with us tonight because, um, you know, he had to deal with some uh, pers- personal issues. But uh, yeah, don't worry, he'll be back next week. But yeah, I'm definitely f- flying solo do- lo- dolo with you guys tonight. And yeah, we got a good show for you guys. But um, before we go in depth with what we will be t- discussing tonight, um, I do want to uh, send my condolences to Jacob Blake's family and also um, send in prayers to the people that have been victims of uh, Hurricane Laura this week. And yeah, it's just been a crazy week. And um, yeah, definitely um, sending my prayers out to those who have been victims of uh, racial injustice and uh, also, you know, the natural disasters that have been occurring this week in our country. And uh, yeah, it's definitely a tough time. And you know, and that's also really correlates to what our discussion is tonight. And tonight's topic being finding happiness in 2020. So finding happiness in 2020, it may sound like a uh, <laughs> kind of like a frowned upon um, topic if you uh, if you ask anybody else, because yeah, obviously, yeah, happiness is really hard to come by nowadays. And it's been hard to come by for the past I could say, see the pandemic started in March. So like the past five months or so. And um, yeah, I mean, really, yeah, it's just uh, not not really a good time right now for a lot of folks. But um, again, that's really what, uh, you know, it's it's been a tough year and it's been a long year. But uh, yeah, we got four more months left of it. And uh, I'm hoping that down the line, we can see you know, or uh, receive things that we need right now. And um, of course that we need leadership, we need reform, and we need a lot of good things to come our way in the next few months. And yeah, we're gonna go more in depth to that, but I feel like it is in a due part for me to do an update on how I've been doing. Um, Yes, you know, I'd really start by saying, I guess I could kind of date back to when I first had to leave New York to come back home to Oakland as far as um just the pandemic and all that's been happening so uh yeah really back in march when i got the announcement that the campus at st john's was closing you know i immediately had to head out at the you know um grab grab stuff that i needed to bring back you know clothes or whatever i i need i felt like i needed and yeah i left a lot of stuff back in my dorm room when um when, when it was announced that st john's was going to be closing for the year because of uh, COVID. And yeah, you know, it kind of could put me in like a rough spot. I didn't know how the situation was going to be handled or how long the pandemic was going to last. But, um, you know, obviously you can tell right now we're still in it. Um, yeah, it's it was really strange. And it didn't really feel all surreal to me when uh, I touched down in Oakland and came back home and my mom came to pick me up at the airport. And 
yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be just be home for a spell, like two weeks, but then two weeks turned into three weeks. And next thing you know, it turns into a month. And then next thing you know, I'm here for, like, I'm still here. So, yeah, but um, I've been definitely trying to make the best of it, though. And I feel like people, uh, you know, they were kind of losing their minds when the pandemic hit. And yeah, like, or like, yeah, you can't travel, you can't go into restaurants, you can't go into stores, you can't go to sporting events. And that's stuff that I like to do. And, and knowing that I can do that stuff for, you know, a long period of time, or I don't even know, like, when it's going to be the next time I can be able to do that stuff. But yeah, you know, I felt like I can't just sit here, sit in my room and lie in bed all day, I gotta still be resourceful. So, and that's what I've been trying to do. You know, I'm, obviously I, I did uh, finish class, uh, the on, online classes, of course, yeah, yeah, I came out came out pretty glad. Uh, I'm actually proud to say that my grades were good enough for me to make the dean's list as a freshman. So, woohoo! So yeah, that's a big, uh, big accomplishment for me. I'm definitely uh, proud and uh, blessed to have received that um, award or that achievement, making the dean's list. I think that's pretty awesome in my eyes. And um, yeah, like yeah, made the dean's list. Uh, you know, summer was kind of. A little bit weird. I, the the days actually went by pretty fast. I mean, I was uh, <laughs> I was just um, you know, counting on days. Really, all I really did was work. Yeah, I found a job working at UPS and you know, loading boxes. I still I still work there. Um, yeah, that's really my primary source of income right now. And I've actually also been learning how to invest, like, uh, you know, like, like invest in like buying stocks and, you know, learning how to day trade and knowing that, I you know, I've been reading books about it, you know, like, like I'm learning, you know, about like, you know, stuff that, you know, Warren Buffett or John Bogle or, um, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Saki would be doing as far as uh, trading and just learn the stock market. Cause um yeah, you know, I feel like one thing that, you know, I knew that I wanted to do was learn how to be a uh, fine, like, or at least uh, gain financial literacy. And really, since I had so much free time to learn about, I was thinking, you know what, Phil, like you're in college, you know, your your funds are gonna be tight for maybe the next four years until you, you know, hopefully get that, you know, pretty big job once you graduate. And I feel like, you know, knowing how young you are, you know, I'm 19 years old, I feel like this would be the perfect time to learn that stuff and be prepared for the future. And of course, you know, with COVID happening, there's been people that have relied on um, just income from their job alone. But, you know, there's also people that, you know, have like seven different streams of income or, you know, whatever numbers, like multiple streams. And they've been able to stay financially sound during the pandemic. And there's even been, I think there's even been a few businesses that have been started during the pandemic. Is You know, that's, that's crazy. I mean, uh, it's, it's crazy what, a pandemic can do to you and what what pandemic can put into perspective as far as just a lifestyle and yeah like and a lot of things have changed uh during this uh whole time and really you know it's just uh it's interesting to see how like people could you know just have that fire lit under under them to you know create new ideas start businesses like learn certain um tools or learn learn a trade or something like that and um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. But actually, I'm also speaking of learning a trade. 
Another thing that's been keeping me busy uh, during COVID is uh, me and my dad are actually working on a car right now. Oh, actually, I'm also good news. I'm actually now, uh, uh, I now finally say that I am a driver for hire. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I was able to pass my uh, driving test, my behind the wheel test. So I'm, I have now officially a licensed driver in California. So yeah, I'm definitely uh, proud to say that, you know, it's another milestone in my life. Um, I'm proud of and yeah, sooner or later, I'll be driving on, on the streets. But um, yeah, we're really, yeah, me and my dad, we've been working on cars in 1982 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. Uh, definitely a classic. So um, yeah, you know, we've just been uh, doing some uh, engine work to it. Uh, it's got 91,000 miles on it already, but you know, engine's in great shape. We just gotta, you know, show us some love and get, get running again. So yeah, definitely. Uh, been putting a lot of time towards doing that and definitely know been a good buying experience for my pops. Yeah, you know, I love him to death. And uh, yeah, you know, it's really cool that we're uh, working on a car together. I mean, it's kind of an odd time to be doing that. I didn't really expect to be working on a car and, you know, this time in my life where all this other stuff's been going on. And, you know, it's just kind of hard to, you know, find something and stay focused to that. But yeah, you know, we, we've been definitely putting some work behind it. And yeah, I'm Hopefully I could get your run soon and uh, go driving. Oh, you know, at least I won't be uh, riding my bike to work and taking the uh, taking Bart. So, <laughs> so yeah. Hopefully we could get it to run, and I'll definitely have some wheels, and I could get to work a lot more faster and a lot more stress free. You know, because yeah, right, right, riding on these streets in Oakland on a bike is not really a you know ain't, ain't the ain't the safest idea. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. So uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's been pretty good, but, um, yeah, but I felt like this pandemic has really helped me, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, I'm learning, like I'm learning a trade, like I'm learning, like, you know, how, how to invest, like I'm doing more research on it. Like I'm, I'm working a job, uh, you know, I didn't expect to be working because I'm, I don't know, for people that know me, I had, had an internship lined up uh, with the A's and, um, you know, kind of felt it, it, that fell through because of COVID and, you know, they, them having the, for a little lot of their staff, you know, like, you know, obviously I was bummed out about it, but um, I knew that, you know, it that, that, that decision for me to still not pursue that internship was out of my control. So I can't really uh, blame them for that. And um, yeah, but they did say, you know, they'll, they want to bring me back next, next summer. So uh, hopefully, oh man, I, I really do hope that COVID can calm down by next summer. Cause I don't know, like I, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting i'm still waiting when i'm gonna reach my breaking point where i'm just gonna like you know just like just crack but so far you know i haven't i haven't cracked yet um yeah and i'm praying that i don't because you know i'm i want, I want to stay strong and you know, i want to stay modest i want to stay meek and yeah you know i just want to stay focused on what i want to do but um yeah i just wanted to give you guys an update on how i've been doing and yeah and you know terrell uh, i think when he comes back next week we will we'll definitely um update him on how he's been doing um i, I can't really uh say say a lot uh, on how he's been doing but uh yeah he, he's been doing like we, we we still talk you know of course us you know this is no like we're we finished our first week of school this week so um yeah we've been uh both pretty busy but yeah terrell's been doing good himself uh definitely i'm taking care of himself he, i think he um what i remember saying he's going into the reserves you know just trying to you know get that you know extra dough to pay for school and you also, you know, uh, aim for a career in the military. So 
So yeah, I definitely want to pay homage to that. You know, that's a, that's a big, that's a big uh, step in his life. And uh, yeah, like, and when, of course, when he comes back next week, well, he'll, he'll probably elaborate more on it. You know, like I, I know, I only know so much, but um, yeah, well, he's definitely, um, I'm definitely happy to still be doing this show with him and even doing the show, not only on uh, YouTube, because yeah, when we started the uh, podcast, it was actually really Terrell's um, idea for us to continue this podcast, you know, like for, you know, past listeners of the Real Deal Phil show, yeah, um, you know, obviously, you know, I take a break from it because of COVID and I wasn't able to be in the studio doing the show. And um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Terrell, he hit me up one day saying, hey, Phil, um, I know we had that show going uh, over at St. John's and yeah, I was wondering if maybe we could turn into a podcast and you know, in my mind, you know, I was thinking like, yeah, you know, I could uh, start again with uh, the Real Deal Phil show. But yeah, you know, and that's well, he came he came to me with that idea to do the podcast. I was like, yeah, man, for sure. So, yeah, like the, this whole summer we were, um, you know, pushing out episodes on YouTube. You know, like I actually uh, had a few uh, inter- like I interviewed some uh, guest hosts that I had on, you know, like from singers, professional athletes, uh, race car driver. Um yeah, like also like uh, people that I know from high school. Yeah, I've definitely had people on that I've been uh, proud to interview and, you know, just knowing that they're they're really good people. Like these are good people I know and just seeing their involvement in the community and really the involvement in their careers is definitely um, something that I want to highlight because, you know, these are people uh, in my generation that are doing that are doing good things. And, you know, I feel like those people deserve to be a highlight. There's a fly flying around my room, but I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's definitely been awesome. And, um, yeah, I love doing this show with Terrell. And, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, get him back in the studio or back back on the Zoom call. I probably should get out of the habit of saying studio since I'm not in the studio right now. But, yeah, I'm definitely glad to, you know, make sure uh, when, when he comes back next week for the show. Um, yeah, but anyway... You know, that's really enough uh, on the updates. So, yeah, right now I do want to go in depth with the discussion of finding happiness in 2020. So, of course, with everything that's been going on from the COVID-19 pandemic to the racial injustice happening within the country, as well as, you know, just some tension and politics, knowing that this year is an election year. And it's crazy to know that it's even an election year 2020 with all that's been going on. And um, yeah, and really, this there's a lot. Of, like, I feel like the stakes are a lot higher for this election because you know you got because whoever, whoever wins this, they're gonna have to be dealing with a lot of stuff uh, come come uh, January when they get inaugurated. Like that first day when they when they uh, sit in that seat in, in the in the Oval Office, yeah, there's gonna be a, a lot of questions that are going to be asked, a lot of reports that are gonna be out. And uh, yeah, really, it's up to us as Americans that we need to we need to pick that person that we know is going to be responsible to uh, fix all the problems that we are currently dealing with. And yeah, and we and we in Terrell, we can't stress this enough. Like people need to go out and vote this year. I mean, like make sure you like pay attention to what the politicians are saying. I know the. Uh, both the Democratic and the Republican National Convention, they just wrapped up this week. 
pay attention to what these politicians are saying because you have to side with one of them whether you like them or not like they're there like you still have to make that choice of who you want leading this country because this this isn't so much what they'll be doing for the next four years it, it like what they can do what what they will do in the, the the four years that they're in office can relate to what can happen in the next 40 years when like down the line when we have kids and when, or when some of us become grand uh, grandparents you know like that like decisions that that will be made for this next administration are going to have a reflection on how our how the generation that fought that, that followed or that um succeeds us you know they're they're gonna have to live with this and you know when all we have to say is that yeah i was there when uh so-and-so signed this legislation and when uh so-and-so uh create this program for for you guys yeah like if it wasn't for our votes and you guys wouldn't be living uh, this life right now so yeah definitely pay attention to politicians both local and national because yeah this election i mean the stakes are high people and it is our job to make sure that we keep telling our friends to vote tell your families tell your friends like tell your uncles tell your aunts tell, tell everybody that you know uh, to vote make sure that they are registered in their state and make sure that they go to the polls on november 3rd and i know i'm it's probably it's probably gonna be tough but if you do get the mail-in ballots make sure you turn those mail-in ballots in on time because you know postal service they've been dealing with uh politicians recently and yeah we just gotta we just gotta push these people this is like we got one shot at this so um yeah let's not blow it but um yeah I, you know like being past that i feel like you know i feel like people are living every day as if it's a dark day you know and because like every time when you turn on the news or when you wake up in the morning, there's this update about oh another COVID uh, um, increase has popped up, or oh you know another you know um, person of color has been shot down or gunned down by a police officer, or has been hung. And yeah, you know, I just it's it's just really tough to see this stuff, and you still have to go through life. I mean, this it, like it, it hurts emotionally, and you know, and obviously, you know, there's nothing that you can do about it because there are certain people in this world that want to cause so much destruction to, you know, people like me and people like Terrell. And, you know, it's, it's just saddening to see. And that's why I feel like it, it, it that's, that's where the challenge of finding happiness in 2020 comes into play. And really, you know, I, I actually also got, I got to give credit to where it's due and like show props to the athletes that, that have actually stepped up this week. I know I'm like the, it really started with the Milwaukee Bucks when they boycott their uh, playoff game uh, against the Clippers in regards to the Jacob Blake murder, or not, not, not murder, excuse me, sorry. No, the, J the Jacob Blake shooting and saying that, yeah, we just can't, we just can't uh, play tonight because we're so hurt from what happened to Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And, you know, I, and those police officers, they were in the wrong for what they did to him and, Really, when, when I saw that, I think like when I first heard about, it, I was coming home from work one night and um, yeah, I pulled out my phone and I was scrolling through like, you no know, Instagram stories and you know, just seeing what, what was going on. And then the, that clip of Jacob Blake being shot in the back seven times 
in his car with his kids inside the car. I mean, I was just shocked, man. Like, and I, I, I mean, I was just, well, I, I really, I, I can really say that, you know, it, it, it just seemed too crazy to me. And when, when that happened, and then when I started hearing about the protest that happened in Kenosha, I was thinking to myself, oh man, this is, it's, it's, it's George Floyd all over again. And because, you know, something like this, it happens, you know, it's going to take a lot of people off. And, you know, those protests happen in Kenosha and like with the riots. And even though like uh, there were peaceful, there are peaceful protesters out there. And then, you know, next thing you know, you hear about this 17 year old kid, Cal Rinhouse or whatever his name is. Like he, like he was gunned down the protesters. And then the news wants to claim that, oh, he was just doing it in self-defense of the police. And, you know, and I, no, that's, that's just, like I, 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 I can't say you know what I want to say on here because you know like take my show off. So, but um yeah like that you know this it's just stupidity all around in certain cases. Hold on, give me a second. So, as the struggles of being at home, you gotta deal with uh, <laughs> like um house phones ringing. But um yeah you know Kyle Rittenhouse man that I don't know what that kid was thinking. And the fact that people are seeing this on both sides, and that's another thing too that I've noticed with, you know, like the Black Lives Matter movement and just racial injustice. There are like, this country is so divided, so divided right now that people, like, people that, that, that know that they're in the wrong are willing to justify it as much as they can. I, I, I mean, that, that's, that's just unfathomable to me. Like, how are you going to justify a 17-year-old kid while holding a, a machine gun that he got from another state? And then, like, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not exactly 100% sure what the gun laws are in Wisconsin, but the, it, but that's besides the point. The point is, he's shooting at innocent people in the streets after, you know, like, like that same day when a black, a black man was shot in the back seven times by, by a police officer in front of his kids i mean yeah that's gonna that's gonna take a lot of people off but that doesn't give you a reason to go after these protesters that that are that they, they weren't doing anything they weren't they, they were just marching in the streets like chan black lives matter and don't knowing what they do as, as peaceful protesters the riot, like the rioters and the looters those are the people you need to be mad at don't be mad at the protesters be mad at the riot rioters and the looters because well, because the difference between, because I feel like it gets put out of context of what protesting, what rioting, and what looting is. The definition of protesting is like screaming against something that is, is wrong in certain ways. Rioting is causing destruction, a key word, destruction in a certain area. Now, looting is the act of stealing during a riot. So the people that are trying to justify the situation, they're justify they're justifying it uh, by putting words out of context that and and do in, in certain parts don't need to be put or shouldn't be put out of context. And that's and that's why we get so confused by the news because you know, there like there's certain platforms that'll be on one side, and then there's another platform that'll be on another side. 
That's that's where the division comes from. So I, I can't say why people are willing to do that and why, you know, you got the Black Lives Matter side and you got the Blue Lives Matter and, you know, you got the so-called White Lives Matter uh, people. And yeah, it's, it's just... It's just people want to justify anything. But what comes with trying to justify something uh, when you know that that's wrong, it comes from the act of not feeling defeat. Because the people that will justify something that's completely wrong in, in the eyes of many people, they, 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 they will justify it because they, they aren't willing to accept defeat. Think about it. I, we live in a country, or really, we live in a world now where everybody want, wants to be on top. Everybody wants to be in first place. You know, like, like Rick, Ricky Bobby said himself, yeah, if you ain't first, you're last. So, yeah, every, like, we live in a world where, you know, people want to be on top. People want to, like, be the best at what they do. And, like, it's a competition. I'm like, I'm not, I like, and I'm not saying that, you know, that's, that's a bad thing. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you want to be the best at what at, at your job. You want to be the best in, in your sport or you want to be the best, you know, or whatever. I mean, yeah, that's cool. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not telling you to not aim to be the best. I'm just saying like, don't be the best when it comes to cert, certain things that you know that are wrong. Don't be the best, you know, shooter at protesters. Don't do that. Don't be the best rioter. Don't be the best looter. Like, don't be the best liar. Don't don't be the best at things that are that are deemed as wrong in our society. Again, like it's okay to you know go after first place. I'm not saying that's that they shouldn't go after first place. I mean, hey, go ahead. I'm just saying go go after first place in what's good. Don't go after first place in what's bad. And that's where we get mixed up. And what, what, what's crazy is, you know, as I'm looking down at my notes here, that according to Gallup.com, they actually uh, released an article the day after my birthday, February, like February 6th, uh, uh, this year. This is like, this is February 6th, 2020, day after my birthday, February 5th. And they, they put out an article uh, talking about the survey that came out in regards to the happiness level of Americans. Uh, in 2020. And as of February 6, like the the percentage of how of people that were satisfied satisfied with their personal lives in the United States sat at sat at excuse me, sat at 90%. So yeah, 90%. That, that's a good that's a good chunk. That's a good chunk of people being happy with their personal lives in America. I mean, obviously there are certain factors that come into play with that, you know, of course, you know, how, how is their income, you know, uh, you know, are they happy with who's, who's in office? Like, are they living in a nice neighborhood? Yeah, there are certain factors that come into play there. And, you know, obviously the people that are more happy than, than others, like there's one side where you got rich Republicans that are happier than low income Democrats. And, I was, and I was thinking to myself, oh, well, yeah, that, that makes sense because we have a Republican president in office. And yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of you know Republicans that are happy with that, obviously. And of course, Democrats are upset by that. But I feel like the number, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, uh, like, 
what was the drop off when COVID hit? Okay, I mean, shoot, man. Like, I'm pretty sure that 90% of happy Americans that we had in February, when March rolled around, I'm pretty sure that number had to like took it take a nosedive when because you know COVID and then like you know, a month like two months later like COVID happened in March and two months later in May you had George Floyd uh, a murder and then next thing you know like and, like like before that you know you had the Ahmaud Arbery uh, shooting and then the Breonna Taylor shooting and yeah and I feel like George like George Floyd was really the um that was just like the just like the catalyst of the whole uh, racial injustice movement uh, that that's been going on, and it's crazy to me how man like back in February we were we were you know happy with how life was going. Then you know we get hit with a pandemic, and then we get hit with the racial justice movement or or, or like Black Lives Matter movement, and then it's just that happiness has just gone away because I don't know like I I can't say for sure how people are feeling right now. Because, um, you know, there's nothing good to talk about in the world as far as, you know, what's going on. And even like, yeah, like people did try. People did try to, you know, spread happiness during COVID. I mean, I, I was looking at, you know, these really sweet videos on, on Instagram and online of people, you know, sending, uh, you know, food to the elderly's homes or, you know, people like doing like social distancing, like dancing, or, like in the streets and doing all that. I mean, like there is people like they 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 were putting some effort between uh in trying to bring happiness to people, and you got you got uh, give a applause to those people because yeah, I mean there's been people out here that's been struggling with you know having to deal with well, wearing a mask every day, or um, you know, having to you know see that there's another protest in the street, and yeah, there's just it's just crazy. It, it is really it is really really crazy. And um, yeah, it's just really hard to say where this can go as far as trying to gain happiness. And, you know, and I feel like uh, actually I remember I was talking to my dad the other day and he was saying how happiness was, you know, it's, it's kind of like an in-depth or kind of like an instinct that's art that's, that's already inside you and doesn't necessarily have to be displayed because you could be happy, but you could also be hiding that happiness. And um, yeah, because I feel like that's what society wants you to do. Because if you if you walk outside and you know you have a smile on your face, then people are gonna think, oh, is this is this guy or is this uh is this is this lady happy with how the world is right now? Oh, that that lady or that guy must be must be a bad person or must be uh playing playing on the dark side. Um, yeah, we just I, I feel like in this generation, man, I. I can't remind myself enough this time, but like I have a habit of telling myself that, and I feel like I think I was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> and as ironic as that sounds, I mean, you know, like I I do stand behind that. You know, I feel like you know because I, I, I think it really relates back to the way I was raised. You know, my parents they uh they raised me and my sister you know, have like these uh, certain morals and like these certain principles that we have going, going through life. I mean, like I, I come from a Christian background and, you know, like I, I go to church, you know, I pray, you know, and, you know, I, I have a, like, I'm very, I have so much value towards my faith in God. And, you know, it's just, uh, 
you know, and like, and I feel like in this generation, like you see less of that, you know, I, it's rare that I come across people my age that, you know, have a, you know, have a, have a relationship with God. And, you know, it's also rare that I come across um, people in my age group that like certain things that I like, you know, I'm like, I'm a huge NASCAR fan. Like I like baseball, you know, I, I like country music. I like, you know, I like rock music, like, like hip hop music. You know, like I, I don't, I, I live, I live a minimalist lifestyle. You know, I don't like to go out and, you know, buy Gucci or buy Versace or, you know, like whatever, you know, like whatever kids are wearing now, nowadays. Like, I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound like an old head, but, you know, like, I don't like, you know, I'm not, I'm not into the stuff that, you know, kids are like wearing, wearing nowadays or that are, you know, that, that want to rock. You know, like, I'm like, there, there's a certain stuff I'm not into and, you know, I get looked at, <laughs> you know, I, I get looked at funny because like, oh, you know, no, like people probably think, oh, this kid, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's kind of like a, <laughs> it's funny, like my parents or my, my dad would, would, would joke with me saying like, or even my sister too, like she would say like, so like yeah, at times she could be, I'm trying to remember how this, that was like, yeah, they would say like at times she could be a kid or an old, an old man trapped inside of a kid's body. <laughs> you know, at times that can be true. You know, I, I feel like I am very mature for my age and I do, you know, hold certain values that are probably seen as obsolete in this generation. And, you know, and I, I just don't, I just don't, you know, worry about it. Like, I, I don't care if, you know, people think that, oh, you know, like if, if you're a Christian and, you know, oh, you're seen as like a certain type of person or, Oh, if you don't wear Versace or don't don't wear Gucci or whatever design, design brand, then you're seen as uncool. And you know, again, I, I don't let I don't let society judge me like that. You know, like I, I know who I am as a person. I know well, what I like, and I know what interests I have. And then I, if if people want to say differently about you know what I believe in, then you know I'm just gonna brush it off. You know, I don't. I like you know like I'm just. You know, it doesn't matter to me what you, it doesn't matter what you think, you know, like I'm me and you're you. So let's just keep it that way. And yeah, and that, that also really correlates to, you know, just that level of happiness that certain people have. I mean, people feel like or like happiness could come when people are following up with the crowd. Like if someone knows that they're following up with a specific group, then they'll be thinking like, oh, yeah, they're like I'm in there. Like, you know, I'm. Like, you know, I'm rolling, like, I, I'm cool. Like, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm with the crowd and, you know, I feel, I feel cool about it. But I feel like deep down inside, some, some people that do want to follow the herd or, you know, want to fit in, they're, 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 they're not feeling happy or they're not feeling the, sen the sense of ha happiness that they need. Or they're trying to feel happy in the wrong ways. Yeah, like if, if I'm trying, if I'm making sense. And, you know, it's, like, I mean, it's it, it, it's strange, and it's it's a two way street. I mean, you could feel happy following into what society believes and going down that path, or you could feel happy in sticking to your own morals that you grew up with or that you developed over time. And you know, it's it, again, it's a two way street, and it all depends on if you go if you go right or if you go right or if you go left. Um. You know, I, I feel like people shouldn't be hold accountable for that because, you know, like I don't, I don't agree with the, 
the concept of, oh, you have to, you know, live this certain lifestyle to feel happy or, oh, you have to, you know, do this certain thing to feel happy. And like, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a, it's just a load of, uh, you know, it's, it's a load to me. And, you know, it, it, I mean, it, you could, you, you could, di- you could differ with me. I mean, yeah, yeah, there, you may disagree and, you know, society may disagree, but I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, put much emphasis behind that. I'm like, I'm not going to judge somebody for, you know, following the crowd. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. And, you know, but don't, don't go after somebody that already feels that they're happy. Like, don't try to destroy them. You're like, I feel like that's another thing that, you know, that's kind of, you know, disintegrating happiness and to a lot of Americans. You know, there, there's people out there that are trying to destroy uh, the level of happiness that people have. And it's, it's crazy. I mean, like, and I just see those people as, as bullies. Like they're, they're bullies because, you know, like I, you know, they're, 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 they're destroying the lives or they're, they're destroying the livelihood and judging a person for living a certain lifestyle that, that makes them feel happy. And, you know, you, you'll, you'll see that a lot in, you know, in America. I'm not sure how, actually, like, I, I, I remember I was watching a video about a few weeks ago, and I, I think, uh, like, on a limb, I was, I was searching, huh, I wonder how the, ha- how happy uh, other, um, like, other country or other people in other countries are. You know, I think, I think they, the video, like, a country that got featured for, like, a, a magazine that, that, you know, talked about or that gave the statistic of what country is the most happy right now. I think that country was, um, I think it was Finland. Yeah, I think it was Finland, they said. Yeah, 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 it was Finland. Yeah, they were saying how people in Finland, you know, they, like, since Finland has certain laws, I think, um, you know, you, you have, like, certain year, year of schooling that you have to do. Like, there's good uh, job compensation there if you, if you decide to work in Finland. And, you know, and they were saying that, yeah, people felt, people that live in Finland, like they felt happy. I think they they featured just some woman that was from America, and you know she she was living in Finland for like five or ten years. I think she I think they said she was a teacher or something, and like yeah, she said that she felt happy because she didn't have to deal with you know like Finland had different rules and you know different uh excuse me yeah different uh you know you no know, like um ideals or ideals in politics uh, from from the ideals and politics in America. Like they were completely different. And I feel like if we try to copy some of Finland's um, political ideals, it may, may not, it like, it, it may not agree with certain Americans. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, every country, every country is different. Every country has a different set of laws, a different, a different lifestyle, like different, like different shapes of people. Like every country has a different, um, view on how society should be ran. And, you know, it was interesting to me because, you know, I, I love, like, you know, like my, my favorite subject in school is geography. And I love to learn about different countries and I love to, you know, do research on them, like, and like, like learn the culture, like learn what type of food they eat, like learn what type of religion they worship, like religion they follow, like, like what type of houses they live in, or like, or, you know, like what type, what kind of cars they drive. You know, like, I love learning about that stuff, and you know, and like, and I, like, whenever I'm doing research on, I'm, I'm like fascinated by the principles and the values that certain people hold in these 
you know, in their lifestyles as, you know, whether you're like, you're like European, whether you're, you know, African or Middle Eastern or Asian, you know, just learning the lifestyle of a different, of a different demographic. And like, and like, and I'll be want to say, like, I never, like, I, like, even though I have a passport now, I never had the experience of going to a different country and touring. Like I, I like I want like someday, I'll definitely you know do some traveling where I could go to a different country and learn a culture and like meet the people that live there. And you know, but it's it's incredible how we live in a world now where internet is so accessible to the uh, average person that you know one Google search can like take take you down a wormhole or take you down a rabbit hole of learning about you know, like there's a certain religion that's followed in a country or a certain food or, or a certain economy that's, you know, that's being displayed in the country. I mean, it's incredible how we have access to that stuff right now. But um, I, know, I feel like I'm getting a little bit off track by what I'm, what, I'm try, what I'm trying to say or what point I'm trying to make. But really the point I'm trying to make is, you know, people will find happiness in a certain aspect of, of their life, whether that's from income, uh, what kind of house they live in, what kind of friends they hang out with, what, um, what kind of occupation they work in, you know, you'll feel that sense of happiness in, in your life as you go through it. And I, I think uh, people are uh, sometimes undervalued the uh, small moments. I mean, you know, like I mentioned before the, like before the show or like, or like at the beginning of the show, you know, I mentioned how I made the Dean's list my freshman year. I mean, I thought that was awesome. You know, I was, I was over the moon about that, you know, it was, like, even though like it may not seem like a like a huge deal, even though I know I know I have three more years of college left, you know that still felt like a big deal to me because you know I've been someone that's always valued education, and especially being a black a black person that's going to you know a top university on the East Coast, you know I definitely have that just that push to succeed. You know that's the drive that's the drive I was raised to have. You know I've been a person that's always wanted to do his best uh you know what, what, what life had to offer and one of that was being academics you know i knew i could prove myself by you know studying hard in school by you know like make sure i got good grades make sure i made my parents because <laughs> speaking of parents my mom just walked in so uh <laughs> yeah but uh yeah but, um yeah you know i really just wanted to have or i really just developed that mentality where you know i want to succeed i, I want to do good things for this world. And I want to, you know, express myself in certain ways that, you know, that can bring, you know, encourage somebody to, you know, feel the same way. And um, yeah, like, and, you know, just those small moments, I feel like we undervalue and, you know, that kind of, if we don't, like, you know, live or celebrate those small moments that kind of disintegrates our happiness. Or, um, you know, another example, like, you know, I mentioned how, you know, I passed my driver's test yesterday. You know, like that, that was a big deal because, you know, yeah, I, I like as a kid, you know, I've always loved cars. You know, I always wanted to drive. Um, yeah. And just knowing that and the, even like that delay that I had for me trying to get my license, I, I have my I got my driver's permit last summer and um, it was uh, in July. So, yeah, I had my permit for about a year. You know, like that whole year I was practicing how to drive, you know, like obviously um, when I was in New York. You know, I couldn't do as much driving because, you know, I didn't have a car or I didn't have like adult supervision to drive. Like when like in California or in certain states, you have to have like an adult that's over 18 with a license to be able to drive, drive in the car, like be able to get behind the wheel. 
um, I wasn't able to do that for a certain amount of months. And then when I come back home, I, during COVID, I was, um, you know, like I, I, like I, I did a lot more driving than I was expected to, you know, I couldn't really go to certain places, you know, I was still practicing my driving. And then, you know, I, I, I think before COVID happened, I had my test scheduled in May for like when I was done with school, when I was, when I knew I was going to be home for summer break, but obviously those plans changed. I had to come home earlier than I expected. And I, I, I stayed home, you know, longer than I expected. And then next thing you know, the DMV is closed and my test gets delayed. And then I have to wait until, you know, when they're going to reschedule my test. And I get the notification like, oh man, they're, they're rescheduling my test in uh, August. Like, and come, lo and behold, this is happening the first week of, of school. And I wasn't sure how my schedule was going to be, uh, you know, like sorted out. You know, I wasn't sure of it. I wasn't sure of anything. So knowing that, um, you know, I was gonna, well, hey, like, you know, even if like this test may conflict my schedule, you know, I still have to practice and I still have to, you know, learn, like, you know, be, be prepared to pass the test. And, you know, test day comes and you know, like I do well on it, you know, I get my license and yeah, really, you know, the rest is history. And, you know, I got nice, I still feel happy, you know, like I'm like, I'm a day removed from getting my license and like, which is one of the biggest milestones in my, in my life. And, you know, I'm still feeling that sense of happiness. And really people, you know, really what I'm trying to say is you have to value the small moments, you know, like, hey, the big moments will come. I mean, hey, believe me, like well, when those bit, when you have those big moments in your life, yeah, definitely like live it up, live it up, like live it up to, you know, celebrate. But you also want to celebrate those small moments too, because, you know, even though it may not be a big deal, hey, you still got to have that sense of, you know, happiness. I mean, I made the Dean's List during a pandemic and a racial and a racial justice movement. I mean, just that, you know, just having that drive and that focus and having to deal with that adversity of living, li living, a, living in a year where a lot, a lot of things have been unexpected and a lot of things have been surprising, but coming out of the blue. I mean, it, it was just awesome to me how I, I was able to, you know, go through what I've had to go through and just knowing that other people have been the same boat as me and still be able to reach an achievement that, you know, I, I, you know, I, I thought, I thought my grades were pretty good, but I didn't know that they were that good to make the Dean's list and, you know, just leave, reaching that level of achievement and, you know, first year again, like I, it was a rookie season, you know, I figure, you know, making the Dean's list was like, you know, getting rookie of the year in baseball or something or like rookie of the year in a sport. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really the small moments that count. And I'm in, you know, I don't really have that much time left, but I do want to leave you guys with this message. You know, even though you are living in a dark time or you may, or may seem like you are living in a dark time and a lot of uh, things are unsure for the future, you know, it's unsure about who's going to be president or unsure when this pandemic is going to end, unsure of what outcomes are going to be made from the Black Lives Matter movement, and just really all the uh, racial injustice that's been happening in our country. You know, uh, everything is unsure right now. But that doesn't mean that life needs to be put on hold, just like how certain things, you know, during a pandemic have to be put on hold. You know, you still want to you know, make those small moments count. 
even though you know they are coming in a time where you know if, if you look like you're happy it's going to be deemed as frowned upon but you know it's the it's definitely the small moments that you want to count i mean it, like small moments could be you know being at home you know like me and my dad were working on a car and you know that's a, like even though like you know it may not be like a big big deal but yeah i'm still i'm still happy doing it you know so yeah it's really just about finding stuff that you're happy happy to do in the in the time where you know it's it seems like every day is a dark day but uh, you know it's no i'm not urging you to like i'm not I'm not forcing like no you, like you should be happy every day like i'm not i'm not telling you that i mean it is it all it's all in due time really where a happy moment is going to come but i just you know want to let you guys know that you know i'm, I'm praying for everybody you know i want to make sure that you know everybody is uh, aware of what what is to come i, I want to make sure everybody's registered to vote and make sure everybody is, you know, still being responsible by wearing one of these, like a mask. Like, um, obviously, if you're listening on the radio, you can't you can't see it, but if you're watching a live stream, yeah, you can definitely see it. But um, yeah, make sure you're wearing a mask. Make sure you know you're keeping yourself and you're keeping others safe. As, um, yeah, that's that like that's one thing that'll make people happy. You know, like you know, if you you go wearing a mask, you know, so wherever you go, you know, people will say like, oh yeah, this person actually cares. So like they're being responsible, and that can make somebody's day, and that can even make your day. It depends, but um, yeah, really, I'm um, kind of I'm gonna cut this uh, show early, but yeah, I, I want to thank. Actually, I, I really want to thank uh, my guy Gary, who's in the studio right now. Who was actually like he he like I wasn't I wouldn't be able to do this show if he uh wasn't in the studio posting it on the on on our YouTube channel. But um, yeah, I definitely want to you know uh, send a big thank you to our guy Gary before we, before I sign off, and uh. Yeah, you know, I just uh, want to thank you guys for listening in. Obviously, you know, things are a little bit different. I am doing this, uh, the I mean, I'm doing the podcast slash radio show simultaneously now, you know, through YouTube and through WSGU Radio. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank uh, WSGU Radio for still being able to give me the capability to do this show, even though it's a lot different than how I've been doing it or how me and Terrell would have done it. But um. Yeah, like, you know, this just the effort that, that people are willing to put behind and doing this show. So, yeah, I want to definitely thank you guys for that. And, uh, yeah, I hope to be back in the studio soon. You know, I do I do miss New York and I do miss St. John's. And, yeah, I hope, uh, you know, I could get back there soon. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, I've been uh, Philip Hall, and this has been The Real Deal Bros. Again, make sure to tune in next week. Like, this show happens every Friday at 6 p.m pacific time if you're listening on the west coast and 9 p.m eastern time if you are listening on the east coast so yeah make sure to tune in for next week's episode terrell will be will be coming in and uh yeah i just want to thank you guys for listening in have a have a nice weekend uh, enjoy the rest of your night or day <laughs> no matter but uh yeah i've been philip hall this has been the real deal bros podcast last radio show and as always Make sure to keep it real.